Do you want a break from the ads? Not really. I like them. You like them? No. Well, if you're not a freak like Anna, you can join our Patreon for $5 a month and get so many exclusive things. Yes. Like ad-free episodes. Hell yeah. Exclusive voting power on, on one of the books we read a month. Democracy. Behind the scenes content. <gasps> and an exclusive secret Patreon secret podcast. The secret podcast. Called Ask Anna and Austin. Yes. Where Anna and Austin, which is me and Anna over here, answer questions that you ask us, the patrons. Yes, ask us things and, and we will give you the answers. <laughs> and we'll add Reddit questions because they're horrible in there. <laughs> I, yeah, truly. So go to our Patreon. It's in the description. Become a dear reader today. Get access to the content. And get our love and admiration forever. Hell yes. Also, fuel my coffee addiction. I'm a millennial. (laughs) This is an Encounter Co. podcast. Enjoy. Welcome back to Reading Isn't For Kids, a book review podcast where two grown adults sit down and read and review a children's chapter book, sometimes comics. My name is Austin. My name is Anna. And this morning, we're reviewing Scott Pilgrim's Precious Little Life, Volume 1. The 2004 hit graphic novel is by a by Canadian author and artist Brian Lee O'Haley. Yes, it's based in Canada. Yes, you can tell because it's in black and white. <laughs> Everybody's wearing a coat. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, you wanted to read these. This was your request, and it was the first comic you've ever been like. That one. Papa Austin, I want to read that one. And what did I do? The moment, the mo- like the day you told me that you wanted to read them. You bought them. <laughs> the moment, because uh, it's not that you don't like comics, but I feel like you haven't, you haven't, you haven't uh, read a lot. No, I have not. And before we started this, it is very late on a Thursday night. So late. My ears are on fire. It's My eyeballs are on fire. It's 11 p.m. I've had so much anxiety. My nails hurt from just chomping them. Stop chewing them. I can't. Unless they have pretty nail polish, I can't. But then you just chew it off. But there's a buffer. There's like a five-day buffer there. So, I have only seen this movie. I didn't know it was a comic until I met you. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Michael Sarah was the perfect person to play this character. <laughs> yep. Uh, almost all of the dialogue from the movie is, like, taken word from word from the graphic novels. It, it does appear so, yeah. It has been, 
what about like I watched it for with you for the first time like six years ago. Yeah. Because we also watched Juno around the same time. Yes. Because I can't remember if you hadn't seen Juno or if it was me. I had not seen Juno. Yes, because I saw Juno and you had you had, you hadn't seen Juno and I hadn't seen Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim and I was like, you haven't seen Juno? It's like the best Michael Sarah movie. And you're like, no, it's Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim. And we were both the- wrong. It's his. Ro- it's his. It's his role, and this is the end where he slaps Rihanna's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Was he in school for scoundrels? I think he was. Yeah, I think so. He's been in a tons of stuff. Uh, he was in Arrested Development. I had never seen that, but I know he's he's one of the actors on there. Uh, Super Bad is his best movie, I think. Though. I think that's my favorite movie with him. Anyway, he is Scott Pilgrim, and this book starts off, but it was Scott telling his bandmates that he's dating somebody. Yes. And, it, like, it's been a really long time since he's dated anybody, and, of course, he's dating a 17-year-old high schooler. Name Knives. Knives Chow. Knives Chow. She's uh, Chinese. She's Chinese, and she's a Catholic schoolgirl. And they met on the bus because Scott picked up the books for her that she dropped. Yeah, she dropped books and he picked them up for her. Uh, and there's like this weird interaction where he brings he brings her to like their band practice. And he says, be good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's like, no, really, please be good. <laughs> you promise to be good? What? What is that? <laughs> Uh, I just was, I would, that's, it never comes up again. So I was just a little, like, what the, was just silly. Uh, but he, he's he, 23. Well, yes. And he like, likes to pretend like she's not an actual child, but he does treat her like a child, which is, which is what I think that was the point. Yeah. And then, then he goes in and he like, is introducing him to everybody. And then they start playing, and the, it's funny because they're like, she uh, knives points to this guy on the couch, and she goes, "Who's this?" And it's just their fan that lets them play in their house. Yeah, Neil, Neil. young Neil. That's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. But uh, she is she is enthralled with their music. Yes. And she brings up later. She's like, "I've never heard anybody play music like that." She's like, "I've only ever heard." Like kids play the piano. So she's like never heard like rock music or anything. Yeah. So of course she likes it. I mean, it's implied that it's pretty shitty. Yeah. Uh, she leaves and he's talking to his bandmates, Kim Pine and what's the other guy's name? Scott Stills. Scott Stills. He's the talent. Yes. Uh, and Scott plays bass guitar. Yes. Kim plays drums and Scott is the guitarist and lead vocals. Yes. And he's talking to him, and Scott says that he could go for a high school girlfriend, <laughs> which is so 2004. Right. <laughs> like, I had to like stop myself and be like, oh, yeah, this is 2004. <laughs> but I think they're, he's making a mockery of it. He's making yes, them Yes, he's dumb. making fun of him. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, he, he goes home, and he lives with his roommate, Wallace. Yes. Who is a gay man. Yes. <laughs> And they share a bed, but it, they're to, they're both platonic. There's no, yes. but it's just so funny. 
that I think he introduces him as Gay Wallace or something. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, this is my super cool gay roommate Wallace. <laughs> and he's just like a normal dude. Then it has like everything in the house is Wallace's except the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not, it's really not even like their roommates. It's just that like Scott sleeps in Wallace's house. Yeah, like they're both just broke. He gets a, at home, Scott gets a call from his sister. Yes. His little sister who calls him his, her little brother. Yes. Because uh, their parents just like, after they both turned 18, just like moved away. Yeah. Just like went to Europe and has never come back. <laughs> uh, and she heard that he's dating a 17-year-old. A yes. And she she finds out from Wallace. <laughs> and Scott calls calls him that gossipy bitch. Gossipy bitch. <laughs> I want to someday be called that gossipy bitch. That's like a thing I want to <laughs> become. Um, but like all the characters repeat over and over again that like knives is too good for Scott. Yeah. And they have they don't like don't even know her. Well, yeah, it's because Scott's obviously using her. Yes. Not because they, they don't do anything really. No, they don't. But he's using her to get over and get over his ex that we don't know ex. anything about. They have, they just mentioned ex at some point. And then like boost his ego is what he's doing. Yeah, because she like is excited to talk to him, and he like he's actively listening to her and stuff, and like responding to her. But like, I don't. It, it it's obviously not cool. Yeah. Like it 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 feels bad, but you're it's supposed to. Yes. It's supposed to show how like low he's sunken. Yes. Um. But it's funny he takes her to a strip, like a strip club, a uh, thrift shop, and she's never been to a thrift shop before, which is such a a rich kid thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> And I think he says that, like, oh, most of this stuff's bad, but, like, sometimes. Sometimes it's good. <laughs> uh, I love thrift shopping, man. Oh, do me too. But then uh, it, it continues on. They kind of, like, he walks her home. from from He picks her up from high school and then walks her home. <laughs> and then he has a dream that he's in a desert. And a, and a girl on rollerblades passes him. He's like, I'm so alone. And she's like, you're not alone. She's like, you're dreaming. You're just having some idiotic dream. And Can we make out then? <laughs> <laughs> That's how issue one ends. We see this girl with like manic pixie dream girl hair. And like these crazy ass rollerblade boots. <laughs> yeah. Girl with hair like this. <laughs> Girl with hair like he puts his hands up. Yeah. And in the in the movie, uh, when he says "girl with hair like this," he like draws a picture, and it's her hair from the book. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. He does do that. I don't think Matthew's seen that. I'm gonna make Matthew watch it. Yeah, it's a good movie. Besides the creepy high school stuff, it's a good movie. But the high school stuff is supposed to be creepy. Yes, I know, but that's like the only thing that I'm like. I, I mean, I don't. I'm not saying it should have been taken out. I'm just like, if there's like one critique I can say about that movie, it's probably that. But that song, though, 
where the, the, the blonde girl sings. <sighs> so good. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Uh, at lunch with Wallace, he keeps trying to tell them about this dream he had with with the, the girl with the hair like this. Yes. And no one list, no one's list, no one wants to listen to him. Because who wants to hear about a dream, let alone Scott Pilgrim's dream? Right. And uh, um, later at the library with Knives, he sees her. Yes, and she's like walking out the door. And she's like, who was that? He's like, uh, nobody. Yeah, he, you can see she's delivering a package for Amazon.ca. Yes, it's Canadian Amazon. I know, yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. Like that's. I think this was around when Amazon was like, maybe like I think it was like exploding. <laughs> like yeah, it was, maybe it's been around for a long time, but like, like the delivery thing. Yeah. But, um, and he's just like flabbergasted. Even at up until even band practice, he cannot stop thinking about her. Yeah, and he just like stands there the whole band practice, and they're like, "What are you doing?" Waffle. Waffle. How 2000 random. <laughs> I love it, dude. <laughs> and he just keeps having dreams about her. Or, like, not dreams about her. Just, like, he's having dreams and she, like, fucking rollerblades through. Yep. And he, like, <laughs> tries to talk to her and she's like, all right, bye, see you later. <laughs> and then later at, he goes to a house party. And I think he says that he Scott doesn't drink. Mm-mm. But he's he's going to this house party. Everyone's getting drunk, and he talks to this guy who knows everybody. And he's like, "Do you know?" Then that's when he says, "The girl with the hair like this." Yes. And he goes, "Oh, you mean Ramona?" <laughs> <laughs> um, which, to be fair, that is a really good description of her hair. <laughs> he's like, the guy's like, "I hear she's hardcore, man." <laughs> and he realizes she's here and he needs to he wants to go talk to her and how does it go when he goes and talks to her so he like walks up to her and <laughs> i think he just looks at her and, her and he says am i dreaming <laughs> and she looks at him like you're fucking crazy i don't yeah because I don't, I don't think she recognized him no so he just like comes up and asks someone if he's dreaming. <laughs> Insane. When I first read that, I was like, "Why is she being weird?" And then I put it together. I was like, "Oh, she doesn't even. She doesn't even. She's not even putting it together." Yeah. Because he didn't like come up and be like, "Hey, hi, you are you? Are you been in my dreams?" <laughs> Which is weird, <laughs> but it's like somehow less weird, right? Um. And then later at the party, she ends up leaving, so he doesn't get a chance to talk to her. But he talks to these two other girls. Yes, Julie. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to convince him that she's, she's she has a boyfriend in New York. And then the one guy... Scott Tills. Is it Scott? Yeah. Scott Stills? Scott Stills, yeah. Uh, is like, oh no, Julie, I thought you said they broke up. And Scott's like, they broke up? And she's like, yeah, I didn't want scott to know that <laughs> uh but yeah so like i i it feels like all of his friends are blatantly aware of the like way he fucking treats women in his life mm-hmm. and so they just want to keep good women away from him 
Yeah. Because if we don't get any background information on why they, you know, so we just got to assume it's because he's a toxic asshole. Yes. Um, <laughs> but but he, he ends up the next morning. Um, he like wakes up and he's like hung over even though he didn't drink. Yeah. Because <laughs> Wallace is, but that's because Wallace drank. <laughs> <laughs> and Wallace is making bacon. And then Scott gets this idea. He's like, he's like, oh, she works for Amazon. I'm going to order packages from Amazon, but it has to be something cool. Yeah, so I'll order some CDs. <laughs> As if she knows what's in the package. <laughs> yeah, she's she just the delivery person. <laughs> and it made me laugh because he's like ordering them and he goes, this is your credit card information, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> is it just like, they must be just like childhood friends or something. Yes. <laughs> they never explain it, but like it must be. It feels like, it feels like not necessarily that like all of his friends only hang out with him because they take pity on him. They, they must think that like deep down that he's good, but you know, he just, he people needs... take a lot of pity out on him. Yeah. I mean, bad things do happen to him a lot too. It seems though. Yes. So it's, like, also, like, I don't know, like, his parents just abandoned him. And it's obviously, like, caused him some trauma. Yes. Because uh, at one point, he takes knives outside his childhood home. And he's like, yep, that's the, that's my house that I grew up in. And she's like, oh, you don't live there anymore? And he's like, no. My parents sold it and went to Europe. <laughs> Uh, but and after he orders it, he's like, "Oh, she'll be here any minute." And Wallace is like, "It's it's Friday. They don't deliver on the weekends." And just as Scott's about to like get like be all sad, the doorbell rings, and it's knives. They have a date, and he forgot. And on this date, he is like, not even listening to her. Did you know that knives? Uh, look at knives. She changed her hair from she, the beginning. Yes, she's also wearing a jacket. And if you look at the book, she cuts her hair and wears a jacket to look like Kim. Yeah. Yeah, Kim mentions that later on. Why, though? Uh, jealousy. Because she's 17. And the women in his, Scott's life that, like, you know, he, like, looks up to. Because I think he's like, oh, yeah, this is Kim. Kim's really cool. So yeah, Knives is like, friends, Knives right? is, yeah. Well, Kim is like, I think, um, uh, it's like suggested that like Kim and Scott were kind of a thing, but he either like, he like led her on or like messed around and it ended really quickly. Or it just like never even got started or something. Yeah. Cause I know in the movie she kind of does, right? Yeah, in the movie, they like, they're like, oh, like, we don't talk about what happened between Scott and Kim. <laughs> but at the end of this date, Knives kisses him. Yes. And he like isn't even. He's more stressed out about it than he is even like okay with it. Yes. Because this is the point where he realizes, or like he's, 
doesn't like knives. And I think he's starting to realize it because now he has Ramona. Yeah. To think about. And he decides he's going to break up with her. Um, but when he goes to do it, it's like the night of, like, it's like around the, when their big show's happening. Yes. And she's their, their second, their, she's only have two fans and she's one of them. Yes. That night after he kind of figures that out, he has a dream of Ramona again, mm-hmm. holding a package to him. And then he wakes up and opens the door and she's standing there. Yes. And she's shook. She's because I think he like she doesn't even knock. He just she he just opens the door, and she's like getting ready to knock. Have you ever done that to people? Yes, I do that a lot. I can I just like even if I don't hear them, I'm just like I think someone's here, and I'll go to the door and open it, and someone's there. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know either. Am I not straight? I don't. I don't think that correlates. You sure? I'm sure. <laughs> but then they finally have a conversation. How does this conversation go this time, Christian? It goes a lot better. He's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, I keep seeing you in my dreams, and I saw you at the party, and it was really awkward. You probably think I'm crazy. And she's like, I mean, it was crazy, but like, you guys don't have. I don't even remember what she calls them. They're like sub transversive highways or something she's like you guys don't have those in canada she's like you can go like three miles in 15 seconds by using these like pathways that are what is she i don't know created by like dreams or like subspace something convenient substate subspace highway yes and she's like i wondered why they were so empty here in canada and then he's like oh so you're american <laughs> That's what he takes from that whole conversation. Yes. He doesn't even address the dream travel, which is never addressed. No, it's never addressed. And she is the only one who does it. Nobody else does it. But also, no one's freaked out by it except Scott. Yes. So, like, it's like this weird, like, gaslighty twilight zone. Like, what is fucking happening? Like, Wallace doesn't seem to react to it. Right. He's more annoyed that Scott's bringing it up. <laughs> but then he, he asks her on a date. He's like, he's like, hey, like, you want to go on a date with me? And she's like, why? And he's like, please. <laughs> and she's like, fine. So then they go on this date. And they like go to like a park and they're like just talking and walking around. And it's snowing. Well, yeah, it starts to snow like all of a sudden. And it's like May or something, they say. <laughs> yeah. And they're just kind of ch- talking and chatting, and Scott's breaking the fourth wall a couple times. <laughs> uh, says, oh, maybe volume three for that one then. <laughs> yeah, because he asks her about her past. He's like, he's like, oh, what about your past job? She's like, I don't really want to talk about it. He goes, okay, we'll save you that for volume three, I guess. <laughs> Does he say that in the movie? I can't. I don't think so. They do have this like scene though where they're in the park. Yeah, and it's snowing. And I think they're smoking cigarettes in the movie. Um, it starts snowing really bad, and then they start holding hands, and she takes him through one of those subspace highways. Yes. <laughs> and they end up back at her place. Mm-hmm. And I really liked this scene, and I liked it in the movie too. Um, it's probably my favorite scene in the whole book. Um, it made me. 
realize that maybe Scott isn't a terrible person. He's just kind of fucked up right now. You know what I mean? That maybe... Like he's bad at making decisions. And maybe this past partner and combination with his parents really gave him a lot of trauma. Um, and he's just, again, making bad decisions. Like maybe he didn't even know Knives was 17 when the, when he asked her out kind of thing. And like that was him like fucking playing it off maybe. Right. Maybe that's giving him the benefit of the doubt. But, but yeah, um, the next scene, they're back at their house and they're talking and she like lists off this like giant paragraph of tea. I, I love it in the movie too. It's like she lists off like 20 teas. You want to read it? Yeah. <laughs> she, uh, she said, what kind of tea do you want? He said, there's more than one kind of tea. What do you have? She says, let's see. Blueberry, raspberry, ginseng, sleepy time, green tea, green tea with lemon, green tea with lemon and honey, liver disaster, ginger with honey, ginger without honey, vanilla almond, white truffle coconut, chamomile, blueberry chamomile, decaf vanilla walnut, constant comet, and earl grey. What's constant comet? I don't know. <laughs> and he says, okay, whatever you're having. <laughs> and he said, did you make some of those up? <laughs> and then she picks sleepy time, which I'm a fucking sucker for sleepy time. If you've not had sleepy time tea, I've only had it like out. once. Dude, none of that shit ever works on me, though. It's remember, so delicious. Remember though. when I was eating and I would do those melatonin gummies? And I was up to like, I think I did like three or four one night and just nothing. What's wrong with me? Um, melatonin gives me fucking weird ass dreams, so I had to stop taking it. Everything gives me weird dreams, babe. I'll except be except like, when I fall asleep holding you. Sh- shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's so mean. They're going to hear you be mean to me now. Nick has something similar to you, too. So Nick's going to take good care of you. Oh, what do you mean similar? Well, Nick's father, uh, he was a superhero, too. And they put him in the car and they they drive away. Oh, God, that was exhausting. No, we don't do that. Why? Why are you lying to him? That's messed up. What do you mean? That's wrong. We just talked about this earlier that if it gets the job done, it gets the job done. That's her perception of it. That's I not did the right. Say that. Remember, she I said, said that. Those were her words. The fly, the honey, the vinegar. I guess that's the bad. I thing. was honey. You were, you were lying, though. You but were that lying, was honey. Honey, you're fake, honey. It was a good lie. You're honey dicking. <laughs> I did a good thing. If you like that clip, come listen to Grim Encounters. We are a campy horror actual play podcast using the Chill Third Edition system. Only on the Encounter Code Network. This is Chillmaster North signing off. Stay spooked out there. In fact, that makes me want sleepy time tea right now. You could have some when we're done. But I don't want hot tea right this moment. Uh, they make the tea and Ramona walks away to get a blanket. Yes. It's after... Oh, go ahead. Because they're like wet and cold because it's just snowed on them and after like 45 seconds scott follows her because she didn't come back right away and he walks in on her changing (laughs) (laughs) she's like yo i'm i'm changing he's like oh sorry it's like a a district he did not mean to do that yeah and she's just like i'm so cold and and it covers his eyes like right away and the whole panel is black as she's talking to him and when he opens his eyes again she's 
she's like holding him. Mm-hmm. And then they start kissing. <gasps> they start making out, and there's a butt shot. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, uh, she's like, she's like, well, I was gonna get you a blanket. And he's like, well, a blanket's right there. <laughs> and she's like, maybe we should use the blanket. And he's like, good idea. And she's like, well, what about our tea? And he said, what tea? <laughs> <laughs> and they start kissing. And it's progressing to sex. <sighs> and she just says, she gets off him and goes, I changed my mind. And he's, he's like, like, changes to what? Like, he's so confused. <laughs> <laughs> Did he even think they were going to have sex? I think he was just living in the moment. I think he was just happy. I think he's so touch starved. Because <laughs> I've been there. She's like, yeah, no, I changed my mind. I don't want to, I don't want to sleep with you. He goes, oh, okay. Well, that's fine. He's like, we can just keep doing this then. <laughs> he's like, this is cool. I, I'm fine. I'm cool. Fine with this. And she's like surprised. Yes. And he's like, I think you're awesome. I can't believe I'm in your bed. And she's like, Yeah. And yeah. I mean I I didn't I mean I didn't want to have sex. <laughs> he's like, it's just been so long. I, it would have been weird. I it's fine. I didn't I'm fine with, with the with with just the with just the cuddling. <laughs> And she's like, uh-huh, sure, bud. Do you not believe him? I I think he I think he's totally okay. I think he's so stupid. I don't even think he really put it together. Yeah. I think he was just like just like a, a dumb dog going for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> um but she, she, they wake up and it's eight a.m. and it's like the first time he's been awake at eight a.m. Yeah, in a long time. And then she kicks him out because she has she has to go deliver. She's the only Amazon delivery driver in the town. Yes. And then he invites her to their show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he when, he says we're really bad. Please come. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and then when he gets home, Wallace has a letter for him. Oh, we didn't bring up the email. Oh, we skipped the email, didn't we? I thought I didn't think we did. Yeah, he got an email saying that someone's going to beat him up or something. Like he's going to fight him. Yeah, it's like a long-winded email. It's like, this is Matthew Patel, and we are from the, the the what is it like the League of Eagle Evil Ex Boyfriends and. You know, we, uh, we're going to fight soon. And then he's like, this is boring and deletes it. <laughs> and then he does the same thing with the letter. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, you didn't reply to my email. So I sent you a letter. This is Matthew Patel again. And it's, co- I've come to this understanding and he's like, boring and throws it away. <laughs> I guess I'm just not interested in whatever this gentleman is selling. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then he 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 wants Wallace to come to the show, yes. but Wallace won't until he breaks up with knives. Yep. And Scott doesn't want to because he's a coward. Yeah. But then when the start of the next, we're on we're on chapter five now, which is the which is the big start the day of the big 
performance. Yes. And Knives shows up and she has different hair again. Yep. And she just immediately starts kissing him and he is like, we need to, we need to, we need to talk. (laughs) Just blows it. Just doesn't even. Yep. And she's like, oh, about what? He's like, uh, never mind. (laughs) And I think Ramona sees them do this. Uh, not at first. Not at first. No, uh, Kim does. And Kim's mad because he's being shitty to both of these women. Yes. Uh, but then they go on about the band that's playing Crash Wilson and the boys. And the boys. <laughs> and the one of the boys is an eight-year-old girl. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Scott's like, I fucking hate the bassist. And Kim's like, you hate every bassist. And he's like, your point and then Scott, then uh, uh, is his name Scott Tills? Scott Stills. Scott Stills. Why is there two Scotts? There's Scott and there's Scott Stills. <laughs> That's why Scott Scott Pilgrim calls him Scott Stills. <laughs> um, Scott Tills are talking about the drummer, like we mentioned, and Kim's like, "I fucking hate her. They got a girl <laughs> drummer. I hate her. <laughs> I hate her so much." <laughs> And he just gives Scott shit for that. And that's so funny. Um, finally at the show, his sister shows up and her sister's boyfriend. And then Wallace is there. <laughs> and then Ramona shows up. Yes. No, Ramona sees it here. This is where Ramona sees him kiss her. Yes. And I don't even know if she's mad, honestly. I think she's just like, uh. <laughs> because they're not dating or anything. but Right. They did spend the night together. Yes. Starts playing and it's going fine. Like they're 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 playing like really short shitty songs. <laughs> oh, uh yes. This song is called I am really really or it's like I'm so sad. So very very sad. Yeah, I'm so sad. I'm so very very sad. <laughs> and then they go bloom and then the song's over. <laughs> <laughs> Scott tells us like these guys are good. <laughs> these guys are too good. <laughs> and then Wallace is like heckling them the whole time. It's not a race. Oh, uh, but apparently their last song they play makes everyone shit themselves or something. What does he say? <laughs> last song kills audience. <laughs> last song kills audience. Yeah, that's the name of the song. Nah, I've seen them do this before. It actually just knocks most of the audience unconscious for like 30 minutes. <laughs> um, and then this is where Scott's sister sees Wallace and her boyfriend kissing. <laughs> um, and I think she's just like, Wallace, another one? <laughs> another one. And then finally it's time for Scott to go up there with his band and they start playing. And right be- as they start playing, who crashes through the ceiling? Fucking Matthew Patel. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Miss Scott, Mister Pilgrim. It is Matthew Patel. Consider our fight begun. <laughs> but they start like fighting like it's a, bra- a brawler beat him up, and the whole crowd's like, "Yeah, you got you're messing with the wrong person." Scott's the best fighter in town. <laughs> it's never been mentioned. And I think, I think they do like what, like a rap battle. And this, yes, they literally fight. Well, I know they literally fight, but like all of the fights, most a lot of them have like music elements to them. 
Uh, yeah, well, this one, it's just like they're fighting, and then Ramona tells the story of how, how they dated in seventh grade. Oh, right. Because they fought bullies together. <laughs> <laughs> and then broke up after a week. Yep. Uh, he wasn't evil then. He got he got evil later. Yes. <laughs> he got evil later. <laughs> he wasn't evil till high school. <laughs> he wasn't evil till high school. You'll pay for this, flowers. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he summons demons. That's what he does. Yes. <laughs> and they I think they have a dance battle. I think that's what it is. Mm, okay. I think that's what that's supposed to be, right? Like they're disco dancing. Because he bought he he got like a bunch of goth babes, like yes. goth demon babes. Maybe that is rapping. Maybe I just didn't pick up that it was supposed to be rapping. Yes, because at one point Scott just starts saying words, and Matthew's like, "That doesn't even rhyme." That 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 was that thing, I was so confused. I, I did not put that together. I'm usually not that dumb when I'm reading stuff. Maybe I was just having an off day when I was reading it. Hey man, I don't know. Maybe I got distracted by the goth babes. <laughs> that would be very on brand with uh the wings <laughs> with the wings and the midriffs <laughs> they low-key look like a uh, franny from foster's home from of imaginary kids i know <laughs> franny was my favorite character <laughs> yeah yeah i imagine uh no no it was the the hispanic scared guy eduardo yeah eduardo that or wilt i really liked wilt too Wilt was cool um what about cheese I like cheese. I like cereal. I like chocolate milk. I don't know. I see. I like cheese, but I also like that 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 like a uh, really hyper girl that was in one ep- that was in one episode. Oh, Goop. I really like Goop. Goop was in a lot of episodes. Oh, okay. she was in the last season. Oh, that's she, right. She had a hyperactive imagination, and they had to like kick her out because she would just create tons and tons and tons of imaginary friends. Yeah, and they didn't have homes or anything. Yeah. It ends with Scott beating him in the rap battle and KOing him with a punch. Yeah. And he turns into fucking $2.07. He $2.10. That's what he turns into. (laughs) What does Ramona say? She said, oh, what'd you get? (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) She said, Sorry about that guy. How much did he leave? Oh, $2.10. That's not even enough for the subway. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'll, I'll lend you the 15 cents. And then they then they leave. And they get on the bus and start making out. Yeah. And I think that's where they officially start. Well, not, they can't officially start dating until he beats all of her exes. Yeah. That's what he says. Yeah. She says there's seven of them. Mm-hmm. Seven evil exes. My seven evil ex-boyfriends. Seven, six or seven. Well, you dated seven evil dudes. Not all at once. <laughs> she said, yeah. <laughs> see. Not all at once. I don't know. I don't know. About one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> and he's down with it, dude. And he tries to bring up Gideon and she like flips out yeah like she has some sort of trauma with that one (laughs) uh that was her most recent breakup yeah yeah 
And she's like triggered, obviously, like she's triggered by him bringing up Gideon, not like the funny trigger, like the genuine, yeah. like she's triggered by it. And he's like, Oh, did I mess up? Do you still want to go out? And she's like, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gotta love a woman that can kick your ass, Christina. So, what'd you think of the graphic novel? Maybe you want to watch the movie. Yeah. I, I think I like the movie better. But this was good. I liked I mean it was a good read. I liked it. Uh the art's very two thousand and four. Hell yeah. <laughs> Which has a nice vibe to it. Um I liked the fight scenes were really good. I th- I think it, it was kinda it led up a long time before Ramona got introduced. So like that was a little a little dry, but I feel like it needed that to really make the fantasy elements pop yeah um i do wish it wasn't black and white yeah like i like the walking dead's black and white and i think it adds to it but i think if this was color it would have it would have made it visually better yeah um but yeah i liked it um i, I want to read the other ones and like i would have read the other ones if you we weren't doing it for the show i would have already read them because it, it took me like 15 minutes to read this yeah the pictures are, I mean, it's a graphic novel, so. But it's like a, it's like the size of a manga. Yep. Um, And there's, it's not like, because like the graphic novels I normally read, you've read them. They're like, it's like 70% words. Yes. They're dense. <laughs> and this is like, the, like 40% words. Yes. <laughs> um. So I, I, I liked, I mean, I, I don't regret paying the 50 bucks for them. I thought it was good. Um, it does, I fucking cannot get over how it feels and looks like a manga, though. A manga. Manga. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten, just because. I think I think like the other ones are gonna be way better. They are. Yeah. So, what's yours? Uh, I'm probably gonna give this a six point five out of ten. Okay. Yeah. There are better ones. Yeah, and but like if if a comic is a seven out of ten. I I will continue reading the rest of them. Like normally if it's anything below, if I didn't already purchase them, I usually be like, okay, well I read one, I gave it a shot. Um but Yeah, so I I like them. Um I'm excited to see what the other boyfriends look like cuz like I obviously seen the movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm curious what Captain America's going to look like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't seen the movie, uh, pre-Captain America, Chris Evans, right? Is his name? Yes. Uh, Chris Evans is in, the, is in the movie. He plays like a... He plays boyfriend number two. Yeah, he plays boyfriend number two. The skateboard movie star boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> uh, which he fucking kills it, though, but he kills every everything. I don't think I've seen a Chris Evans movie that I was like, that was bad. Uh, my favorite Chris Evans movie... Besides the Marvel ones, if we're not including those, would be, um, what's that train movie called? Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. Yeah, don't watch that if you don't like awful things happening. Um, that one is ish. It's not ish because it's like it's a very good. It's a very good movie. Like it's intense. It's an intense movie. But if you want to see a bunch of poor people kill rich people. (laughs) It's very good for that. 
Uh, but okay. I think that's what we'll call it. Do you wanna uh, do you wanna thank our our our, our patrons? I would love to thank the patrons. The Poutrins. For their service. Thank you for your service. <laughs> yeah, their service. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get that fucking... Uh, me either. Uh, it's like CBD toilet. If you want to see some good-ass fucking... Good-ass Nostalgia Gmod content that's like actually well animated... Um, go it has watch a that fantastic fucking... story. The story's it. I mean, it starts off not. It just starts off like a, a nothing. It's a bunch of nothing burger, and then all of a sudden, it's just like, "Hey, do you want a story? Do you want to care about guys with speaker heads? <laughs> um, do you want to root for TV men <laughs> over the toilet men? <laughs> uh, yeah, skeedy bee." Toilet on YouTube. Uh, yeah, so we'd like to thank uh, Kai and Nat. Yeah. For being our patrons this month. Thank you so much. You're great. I want you to say keep it up. You're killing it. And I'm proud to be an American. I'm proud to be a Rifkaten. For at least I know I read books. <laughs> For at least I know I read. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the words are confusing, but I just pronounce it. Um, Our next book. Our next book is what, Christiana? The patrons have chosen, and they didn't choose Jojo and Bobo. They chose Sevens. Which I'm so excited to read. And nobody has let me know if they've also read it. Because you probably haven't. Because I don't know. I'm odd and read anything I could get my hands on as, as a child. So uh, Kai said that they just thought it would be it was an interesting name. So they picked that one. Uh, I, it's truly a fan. It's really a fantastic series. And I don't even want to tell you about it. Because I just I want I want your reaction to be pure. Well, I don't we, even want to tell you what this book. We do know it's about a week about. one and a level two D and D spell. So shatter. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. So if you want to join the patron and get on cool things, get some exclusive behind the scenes content, um, you uh you get you get access to our like spreadsheet that shows all the books we have and what we could read. Uh, we have a monthly poll where Anna and I pick two books each and then the patrons vote on which one they want. Um, Anna has one every time except one. <laughs> have you won every time? I think you've just won every time. No, I've won every time because yeah. we did James and the giant peach. Um, this, the shattered one. Mm-hmm. And then the babysitter's little sister. And then the Scott Pilgrim. That was not. That was. Was that, that not a choice? No. That was just what you wanted. Well, thank you. <laughs> oh, and then the, I won I won once, but it wasn't because it was Magic Treehouse. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, but yeah, if you want to get on there, you get to vote. Uh, this month, they got two, they got to pick two books because it's just how the. 
it's like because it's like bi-weekly where we let the let, let them vote yeah and just happened to fall and i thought it would be fun to let them pick two so we did um there's also a secret patreon podcast on there called ask anna and austin where anna and austin read like reddit questions from like am i the asshole or like D D reddit or like whatever and we like give our thoughts and opinions on them and uh, we allow patrons to submit questions if they have any um, or if they find questions they want us to listen to want us to read Um, that's there as well so get on there for five dollars a month you get all that good stuff so if you want to follow us on twitter we are at riff k pod we have a discord called dispersed audio it is uh, all three shows of mine on the encounter cone network. Um, but it's, they're all together on this one, um, for my, my other show. So you finally watched where my friend Matthew and I watched and review a movie that the other hasn't seen. Uh, this week we watched karate kid cause I had never seen it. Hell yeah. And the week prior we watched bad max. So, and the episode coming up is over, um, fast and the furious. So, Hell yeah. And what's the other show? The other show is called Grim Encounters. It's where we play chill third edition in Chicago land. And it's me. And it's Dierks. And it's Robert. And we have a lot of fun. We fight monsters. Uh, and we're goofy. I'm also there. And then, yeah, so go but, do that. But, 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 but we're more important, more important. I don't know. I play everyone else, so. Yeah, well. Hey, honey. Hmm. This is from the section Hoglarious. <laughs> and from the book Greatest Jokes on Earth by Matt Rissinger and Philip Yates, illustrated by Jeff Sinclair. Sure. <laughs> uh, what kind of pig goes knoi noi? It goes what? Noi noi. Noi. Noi noi. Yeah, what kind of pig goes noi noi? Uh, the best fucking pig in the world. That's what fucking pig goes noi noi. A pig that talks backwards. <laughs> <laughs> noi noi. I don't have to explain it. You get it. Noi noi. <laughs> Dude, if a pig walked up to you and went, <laughs> I would <laughs> probably just jump off whatever cliff I'm standing next to. Noi noi. If he was like, <laughs> Do it. I don't want to. It's so loud and it's grossing me out. Low key. Stop. <laughs> Dude, the fucking peaks. It's kind of like the peaks in my heart for you. <laughs>